Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! started it now i'm redoing it i'm back in la and uh covid free just took a home test today uh no sign which is good congrats and uh now i don't have to worry about uh contracting the virus and and i can eat inside do you all right so do you get now like a card that says or something that you're like you have had it so you're no that's a that's a rumor I mean, I never officially, like, went and got a test. Like, we got all these home tests. And we've been using, uh, like, those home tests. And we, like, home tested it. And then the person I was traveling with, like, actually had a work test. And it came up negative. Wow. So you may have false false positive? No, we we definitely had it. Yeah, because you felt sick. And we had a bunch of different... uh, Tests, home tests, and we like tested positive on all. Huh. So, what's going on here? It's new. Uh, uh, just you know, like I was telling you on our prep, just which we didn't even really prep. We just talked about things. We didn't even talk about what we're going to talk about. Uh, work. It's just been work, but it seems like it's over. Like I just said, I was just telling you uh, the reason we had to start over is my job got canceled. I guess some people got sick, so. But I'm still getting paid. Yeah. Um, I was telling you. The TV show that this person was working on said that they, uh, 81 people tested positive and they still figured out a way to start you. Huh. I mean, it's a huge, and all the departments were kind of like not full. But uh, they were able to, you know, like have a light day on stage. So they just kept going. I don't know. 
Interesting. Now they're having 175 extras uh, next week, and that's going to be interesting to see how many pop positive. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, yeah, like I said, I, I just did this job, and you were saying you you did it like where it was a Super Bowl spot, and it, I know it's going to be a big deal. This this thing, it was three days, and it was just testing every day, like getting in an hour early testing. And then sitting in your car for an hour, like you said, listening to podcasts while you're just sitting there. And then going to work. Um, yeah. And uh, I mean, it was amazing. Like, it was funny because, you know, you don't think, I don't know, I wasn't really worried about getting sick. And then you got sick and a couple other people I know did. And then on this, like, just, it was like the first day, like, I don't know. Let's say that the whole crew, there was, let's say, roughly 200 people or whatever, like 40 of them tested positive, like the first day. You know what I mean? It was just like it kept going down each day. But I was like, holy smokes, I guess. And like, I had all these, I was like, oh, I'm going to go out and watch football this weekend. I was like, nope, nope, not. And it's not even like afraid of getting sick as much as afraid of not being able to do things, which goes back to your free pass. Yeah. You know, I, I almost wish I, I mean, look, I don't want to get COVID, knock on wood, but part of me does wish it'd be like, nope, can't do anything COVID. Yeah. Don't have to come up with an excuse, can't do it. I have to sit home and watch TV, COVID. Yeah. I just turned on the Clippers game and it's 34 to 60 in the third quarter. Clippers have 34 points in the third quarter. Well, that's because there's no Paul George and no Kawhi Leonard, right? I don't, yeah, I mean, just still like, that's a lot of no points. Uh, but anyway, um, do you have any notes? Well, I guess because, so what are we talking about today? Just before I do my notes, because I want to know what to note. What's talking about the Matrix. We both saw the Matrix finally. Oh, yeah. Okay. I spent like a lot of weeks trying to see this movie and every person that I was hanging out with or with didn't want to see it or didn't care. It was a tough sell. Let's just put it that way. That's weird. Um, uh, and then we're going to do talk about the Golden Globe Awards that were announced uh, to nobody um, they were just basically announced when they could have just published the, didn't email of who won and then um, we're talking about the start of the NFL playoffs yeah so the Matrix is a weird one because um it came happens. Out yeah, it's like, and I saw it so long ago, because uh, I saw it right when it came out. I was all excited. Um, yeah, but then uh, I couldn't even get, couldn't watch it. Um, I'm sure you saw a ton of movies over the last couple of weeks, and this is when you like to rattle them all off, so we're all impressed. But um, yeah, I, I have a, two movies in my notes that I'll just talk about. But I did go see, once I came back, another movie that I was waiting to see was Spider-Man. And I went yesterday to the theater and watched Spider-Man. And it was awesome. I loved it. Oh, okay. And it will probably be one of my best movies of the year. Which I'm almost uh, close to being able to ready for that one. Well, we got to do TV probably before movies. Should we prepare to do TV next year, next sure. week? TV. All right, so, so that brings me to my first note which is the reason that I'm getting harassed to get out of 
this podcast as soon as possible is because we are completely hooked on yellow jackets. Oh yeah, I love the yellow jackets. So I was gonna suggest it as a topic, but I'm pretty sure you're probably caught up. Uh, I haven't seen, no, I'm one behind. So the one that you haven't seen, I've heard is pretty much a game changer for the show. Uh, um, I haven't, I haven't gotten that far yet. I'm on like episode six. Like I, I'm probably gonna catch I'm where gonna, you are. I might be too behind. I think I just saw seven. Um, it's a really good show. It is really good. And I was like nervous because like all this stuff that I write that I've been writing is about the same time period of the nineties using a lot of the same music. And I thought, I love the way that they're using music in this. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Um, but like, you know, uh, you, you have to write something before you get mad at someone else for actually having done it already. Um, cast is really good. Yes. Julia Lewis is awesome. Yes. Um, and Christina Ricci is just crazy. Yeah. She's Uh, awesome. And, uh, what's her name? Uh, I always get it wrong. Um, Melanie Linsky. Yeah. She's always good. Um, um it's uh i i yeah i love it like we're so hooked on it we've watched like like i said six episodes in two days kind of thing like um so that's why she's yelling at me she's got a beer open and and like get out of here yeah i just started watching we're also, we're also celebrating because our neighbor's getting kicked out supposedly <laughs> we just found that out today he hasn't turned off the light to his apartment and it shines in our house. Like he's never turned it off. And we used to live in that apartment. So we know, like we knew to turn it off cause we knew. And it yeah. just shines right into our bedroom every night. So we had to like buy a super high shower curtain to like try to stop it. That's funny. But I mean, it's not, that's not the only problem. He's just not very, um, um, I don't know. Nah, cooperative, considerate, considerate. It's not his, his main adjective. Uh, anyway, so yeah. Um, search, what were you gonna say? Uh, a new search party started, so I've been watching that. It's fucking great. It's hilarious. Um, a lot better than last season already. Um, I think I might start Succession. I'm sure it'll come up when we talk about Golden Globes, so I'll, I'll hold off the gushing. Here's the thing. People have been like, you know, when you see people you haven't seen, you're like, hey, what are you watching or whatever? And then anybody says anything, you're like, I, I always just say Succession. It's better than any TV or any movie. It's just better. It's just better than everything. It just is. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to start that soon. They were talking about I was listening to a Simmons podcast and he was saying uh, they're asking who should host like the Golden Globes or who shows the Oscars because Oscars said they're going to have a host this year. Maybe we'll hold, anyway, he was saying, um, what about Kieran Culkin? And they're like, well, nobody in like in the middle of the country watches succession to, to like the middle of the country. That's kind of just yeah. elite bullshit. Like the people on like the coast, like love it. You know, the best, the best suggestion they came up with that I think is brilliant of who to host the Oscars. Yeah. Ben and J-Lo. There's, like, there's a rumor of who it's going to be. 
Okay. Not Ben and J-Lo. Is it Matt and Ben? No. Martin Short, uh, Steve Martin, and Selena Gomez. Oh, that's good. I don't know if that gets... I, I think J-Lo and Ben would get more people, but... Because yeah. she can dance and sing and shit, and he's funny and he's charming and he can host, and everybody's, like, so into all their stuff. I thought it was such oh, a good I suggestion. Like, no, I don't. He wouldn't do it. I'm not saying they would do it. I know. But I think it's a good suggestion, though. After hearing him on Stern, like, there's no way he's done. No. Hey, everything the guy says, everybody gets mad at him for it, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why would you go do the job that nobody's ever liked anybody for doing? The new podcast with uh, Dana Carvey and... Um... And uh, David Spade is so good. I, don't yeah, listen, I, I, haven't, I haven't gotten there yet. I haven't listened to the second episode, but it's called, uh, uh, I don't know, what is it called here? Fly on the Wall. And the first episode was with Chris Rock. And they basically, it's all about Saturday Night Live. Like the, yeah. the, whole, the whole podcast is about things that happened in Saturday Night Live. Like the second episode's Rob Lowe. They talked a little bit about Tommy Boy. Um, you know, I I haven't. I've only I'm only 15 minutes into that one, so I haven't finished that. But it's good. Yeah, I will. Uh, I will definitely dive into that. Um, other things. Speaking of Ben Affleck, did you watch the Tender Bar? I did. I love. I liked it a lot. Me too. I was kind of thinking that could be something we talk about, but I mean, I, I I also kind of foresaw that we would both really like it and just be like, oh, I like this. Oh, I like this, and I like that. It's not like per- there's some holes in it. Like there's some definite problems, but uh, he's really good in it. Yeah, he's he really he's really good. He is really good. The the uh, narration is a little cheesy to me sometimes, but it, yeah. it, 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 was, it was a good moment. The the first ten minutes, Audrey just complained about how the kids, the little kid had dark eyes and the older kid had blue eyes, and I it, we hit like the twelve minute mark. And I just stopped the movie, and I was like, is this what we're going to do? Like, is this, is this our night? Just tell me now so that I can prepare to not watch this movie because I can't sit here and listen to you talk about that the entire time. You know, anytime, so, anytime I watch something like that and they like, like, okay, we're gonna, this is a young so-and-so. Like, I just go with it. Of course you do. Why wouldn't you? I, I don't have to, The person doesn't have to look exactly like, like Yellow Jackets. Right, they, they don't look exactly like the people. Although the girl that plays uh, Mil- Melanie Linsky, who was also the one of the lead in uh, in uh, the Kid Detective, who which one Kid Detective? No, not yet. Which which one? The one that played Melanie, the young Melanie Linsky. Yeah, she looks just like her. She's yeah. Yeah, she she was the second lead in Kid Detective, but uh, yeah, they. You know, they did some hair stuff, like the girl who plays um, Christina Ricci's, the younger Christina Ricci. Right. They just have right. the haircut, you know, but I was just, I'm just going with it. I'm just. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. with you. Uh, other thing, I saw this movie. Uh, I don't know if you've gotten a copy. Have you seen The Worst Person in the World yet? No, I heard, heard about it, though. I really liked it. It's uh, a Norwegian film. Um. So that's my little bit of bragging that I went and watched a Norwegian film that hasn't come out until February. Uh, yeah, I heard about it. I've read uh, some things online about it. 
but I, I don't want to say it. Um, it was good. I was uh, stick with it. You know, it's like you're kind of like, oh, this is kind of amateurish at times, but it's not. It's good. I think it's. Um, I watched Pig. Oh, how's yeah. Pig? <laughs> I liked it a lot. Oh, we're all. I thought it was really good. It was very weird. Like it's not like, just you have to just go with it. That this is just the world that they're trying to make, and that you know, (laughs) it's like if Ratatouille uh, crossed between John Wick. Okay, that's how I kind of explain it. It doesn't have that much action, but there's some weird shit. Like this guy has like an underground fighting uh kind of like um um what do you call it uh fight club with uh <laughs> with kitchen like with restaurant people like chefs and waiters and shit like they all just like go underneath and fight each other it's like a oh and they have these like it's kind of like this shady thing where everyone's like got their money out you know like you see in those movies kind of like blood sport and shit like they're all like there's gambling going on, people betting on who the... It's a crazy movie, but it's really good. Okay. Uh, that might be on my top ten. I don't know. I have to still do it, but that was uh, that was a very entertaining movie. And it had really good performance by Nick Cage. Um, muted. You know, he's not his crazy self. He does have some crazy scenes, but he's just... He's kind of like, just kind of a shell of himself. Okay. Um, last few things for me. Uh, TV. Um, are you going to... Uh, first of all, did you see the trailer for The Fresh Prince? No. Okay, uh, we'll, we'll move on. You should watch the trailer for The Fresh Prince. I'm so curious what you think. Yeah, uh, like I, I stopped watching Wonder Years. Yeah, I, I didn't watch it past when we did the show on, yeah. on Yeah, I just got a, it was just not good. Well, this isn't the same, this isn't in the same realm. It's nothing like the original Fresh Prince. It's like serious. Yeah, that's what I heard. Oh, okay. So, all right, good. It's to the trailer, you're like, oh. Yeah. Huh? I haven't seen the trailer, but I heard it's like a serious thing. Um, are you going to watch The Peacemaker? I watched the first episode. How was it? Um, it's entertaining. Okay. I wouldn't say I'm like rushing. They dropped three episodes and I didn't watch all three. Let's just say that. All right. Uh, I, I, I don't know if I'm into it or not. I did watch all the Bubba Fett stuff. All right. So that was going to be, that was one of my last questions for you. Where you, where you, I, I mean, we could have made Boba Fett a, I didn't watch this last one that came out last night. I'm going to watch that today. Um, yeah, I watched uh, yesterday the the two, and then I watched this one this morning. I don't know, fucking. I don't know why this is a thing. I don't either. I think they're just ruining Boba Fett. Why did he have to be sixty? Why does he keep taking off his helmet? Like, why do we have a guy that lumbers through the like desert? Why is he British now? He wasn't British. They never explain why he's always in that thing, that tank. They've not mentioned that once, why he's in there. What tank? Every night is he goes into that sleeping tank where he's like got... Oh, the- because he was like, he's re- he's recovering from being in the Sarlacc pit. Oh, I didn't get it. Well... He, he ate a lot of sand? 
Well, yeah, but I mean, the Sarlacc pit was you get digested. Remember, like at the end of Return or in the beginning of Return of the Jedi, when they knock him in, when they like kill people in the Sarlacc pit, you die. It takes you a thousand years to die because it digests you for that long. Oh yeah. So, I don't know. Regardless of that, I don't know why they need this guy to be like Boba Fett was like in his twenties, most likely in like Empire Strikes Back. And now it's like five years later and he's 60. He doesn't, he's too big for the costume. He's not agile at all. He lumbers through everything. He's got a British accent. I just don't understand. I don't understand. Like, it just. And all the fighting scenes, like, he can't even move in that thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's can't, right. He's like. So stupid. Um, I do like, like, I do like the. Sand people, you no, know, the storyline of yeah, of him recovering better than I care about the like the stuff in the future, yeah. So that's the thing is, those sand people, the, like their whole story is, is way more interesting, you know, like that, you know, that that leader is this is a woman, plays is played by a woman, the leader of the sand people. I just saw her picture. That last uh, episode with the not the one that you have. The one with the one with the train. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. But there was there's so many not the head knots. Did you notice that? No. Okay. Because they can't talk to each other. Oh right, so they so just not a lot of head nods of approval. All right. La- last thing, did you oh, watch? You oh god. Yes, I did watch it. Uh, how great is Euphoria? That was a crazy episode. That was insanity. I don't know what was happening. We're just I, like at a party. Like, what is the story now? I don't. I freaking love when he walks up to him and he's. I love the whole scene when the drug dealer sits down with Maude Apatow and he's like talking to her and she's like the first guy that's ever been like interested in her. Yeah, but he's like, you know, and he's like, "Hey, it was really nice talking to you. You're the most, you're the coolest person at this party." And she kind of like, like, "Wow!" And he like stands up, takes off his sweater, and she kind of watches him a little admiringly. And he walks over to the guy and he says, "Can you make any New Year's resolutions?" <laughs> the guy said, "Yeah." Last time you saw me, you said you wanted to kill me. He said, "Yeah," and then he fucking just, yeah, just lays that like starts beating him to death. I also like the story where they flash back to how that kid became the gangster. Oh, dude, I'm t- that show is so good. So many, like, it was just, it's just shot so well. It, that's, that's part of it. The only problem with that show is when the credits came up, I saw that the first two producers were Drake and Future. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Like, what are they doing as producers of this show? Isn't it Barry Levinson? Yeah, well, or, no, or it's, no, Sam Levinson. Sam He's Levinson. a guy that wrote it, and, like, right. he, like, basically, it's all from his life, basically. Right. Um, so he's probably, like, boys with them now, and they're like, hey, man, we love you for you. Cool, you want to come produce it? Like, what are they bringing? To, like, they don't need, like, I'm just curious. They're not creatively bringing anything. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're bringing something, but they're not, like, giving you storylines, okay? They're not, they're yeah. not, providing money they don't need to provide any money for the production like what purpose are drake and future anyway just one of those things 
all right, let's get into it. Because like I said, I got to go watch Yellow Jackets or I'm going to get my now, knees capped. I'm, I'm going to watch Yellow Jackets after this too. You've uh, reminded well, me. Well, can we watch it at the same time since I use your account? Oh. Probably. Probably. Yeah. We're on the same episode, so. Worst comes to worst, I can wait. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You're doing us a favor. Um, all right, so let's get into it. Matrix. That leads us all the way back into the Matrix. Matrix. Okay. What is this? Uh, what's the point of this movie? The point of this movie was that the the Wachowski sisters can't make anything else, so they had to come back and try to redo this. Well, and one person didn't even come back. Oh, it was only one of them. Yeah. No. Well, they needed the other one. I like. I don't understand why. I'm pulling my note here. Like, why the whole point of the movie wasn't about saving the humanity. I mean, they showed all the the you know the breeding pods and all that shit, and like the people still in. But the movie turned out to be just to rescue one person. Right. So here's what annoys me. So they get Neo, they find Neo on a secret mission that even like the leader doesn't know about. They take Neo back to where they're hiding. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith in really bad makeup. Hold on. Hold on a second. Up to this point, the movie's pretty good. Yeah. The fact that he's working. Had some mystery to it. He's working in this office. He's like kind of remembers things, kind of can't, but he's like a successful gamer who built the game about the Matrix and all of that. And like, I'm like, I'm really liking with this. Like, this is great. They're going to bring him back in and it's going to be just like the first one. They're going to have to convince him, you know, like the same way they did in the first one and he's got to relearn everything. It's going to be great. It's going to be like, you know, what, it's, what we needed. It's going to take take those first trilogy, the second two movies, and disregard them and make this into like a proper sequel 20 years later. Well, they're going to do a whole trilogy now, and then now it just tanks, and they're not doing it. Oh, it did? Okay. So we get that. All right. Because I don't know that. Um, but then it goes into where you're at now with Jada Pinkett Smith and bad makeup. And so let's take it from there. Because that's where it starts to fall apart. So, yeah. So they bring Neo back to the place, and they show him all the things that they've been doing to make the machines not know where they're at. And, you know, they are actually like, building or they're making like greens and they're making vegetables and all this shit and fruits. Uh, and then she gets mad at the people that rescued Neo because they went behind her back and did the secret mission. And they, she like arrests them and does all these things. And then for some reason they're like, Oh, we need to rescue Trinity. And she's like, no, we're not doing that. Like, we've been keeping this place hidden forever. We're not doing that. You guys are grounded. This is too risky, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and for for no reason, uh, we don't even see why she switches. She goes, she, like, lines them all up and goes, I got a mission. And I was like, oh, cool. They got a mission. They're going to free all the people now. They figured it out. No, they're just going to free one person. They figured out how to find Trinity 
and freer. And like they came up with a plan to do it. And now Jada Pinkett's like all on board. She was totally against it like five minutes ago in the movie. Right. Now she's all on board. And there was no point to showing like the secret lair and stuff. Cause I was like, okay, we're going to have another, someone's going to figure out the aliens are going to start figuring out how to get in. There's going to be a battle. It's going to be this whole thing again. Nope. There was no battle. It was just finding Trinity and having, um, um, Neil Patrick Harris, like try to, tell them the reason that the, they kept them alive or they recreate or recreated them. Okay, so here's here's the next huge problem. Well, here's two huge problems. One, you can't cast Neil Patrick Harris because there's never a point where you're watching a movie, that movie and not saying to yourself, that's Neil Patrick Harris. You can't look, <laughs> you can't look at the Matrix and be like, that's somebody else. Like, and it's not like he is so well known or whatever. It's just he plays Neil Patrick Harris and everything. And that he's good at that. He's good at playing that kind of guy. But like it never you never stop and think like, oh, like that's a psychiatrist. You're just sitting there going, that's Neil Patrick Harris. It's like completely ruining the matrix. The other bad thing is the Jonathan Groff thing was awful. That guy couldn't fight for shit. And yeah, that fight scene was really bad. And I had read that they could have gotten um, the original guy, like he was interested in doing it, and I don't know, they like wrote it a certain way, and it's just like made no sense, no sense for it. Yeah, I mean, I think they, I, yeah, I don't understand why. So they got all these replacement people because they're you know different versions of the real people, uh, but then they keep flashing back to their movies, kind of saying, okay, this guy's. Uh, the agent. This guy is this guy's Agent Smith. This guy's Morpheus. This guy's, but they're in different bodies. Right. Uh, I know. I guess there was an Oracle. Did they do an Oracle again? I don't even know. Well, wasn't wasn't basically didn't Jada Pickett Smith sort of become the Oracle of some kind? Or am I just who cares? Uh, Honestly, who cares? That's what it made no sense. I came at no point. It turned into 90 minutes more of who cares. It had no point to the movie. When I when the movie was over, I was like, okay, what happened? Yeah. They, they freed Neo and Trinity, but everyone else was still slaves. Do you have people in your life who like this movie? I haven't really talked to anyone about it. Okay. I, I talked to people who, I mean, but I didn't argue it. I, I just... Or people say that they liked it, and I was like, "No, I didn't like it." Um, I, I don't, I don't know anyone who confidently likes it. I'll say that. Um, yeah, not good. Real waste of. I'm just so bummed because it, you know, it had potential. And it, it, it had a lot of buildup, and like yeah. everyone was excited that. Keanu Reeves was coming back after his John Wick shit. And you don't have to overcomplicate things. Just keep the story, like I said, of him not believing that he's Neo and having to bring him back in. Like, you don't need all the shit with like the bugs and all that other stuff. Like, you don't need any of that crap. That's what ruined really it. That's like why they needed him. They never even explained why they needed right. him. No, it's true. I mean, 
oh, we we found him. We need we need to rescue him. For what purpose? Like he did nothing other than help save Trinity. But right. that was his own personal thing. Right. Like uh, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's dumb. Um, There's no point. I would like the Wachowskis to explain the movie to us. Or the producers. The producer of that was Grant Hill, but not 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 from the <laughs> Suns. But I like looked it up. Uh, the other major disappointment is that the last the last song in the movie has always been "Wake Up" by Rage Against the Machine. My hold on, my internet sucks. Are you hearing yeah, me? Okay. Yeah, you're breaking up a little bit, but you're you're okay. Am I okay? Um, oh, you froze. So as I was saying, uh, um, so I, I always ended with Wake Up by Rage Against Machine, and this time, for whatever reason, I guess they didn't want to, maybe they didn't want to, maybe they saw the movie and were like, nope. Uh, but it was like, it was like one of the coolest ending songs. It was like up there with the end of Born like the Bourne movies with that Moby song, right? Like, it was like you heard like, the, like Wake Up was such a perfect song for this. And they didn't, instead they had that band Brass Against play it. And it was such a bad cover. And if you know anything about Brass Against, they were, uh, Howard was talking about them before the break because their lead singer pulled up an audience member recently and peed on them in the middle of the concert. Oh yeah, I saw that. She got a lot of so, that was the band that played the song at the end. Mm. Anyway, just awful. Just awful. All across the board. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was really bad. It really was. Like, I just, and maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm just old. I don't know. I'm like, but this is just dumb. Well, that did not get nominated for a Golden Globe. Oh, nice, nice transition, buddy. Let's go. That was not a movie that got nominated. So, let's go. Uh, so, the Golden Globes happened Sunday. For some reason, they aired it on uh, TV. Did you watch it? No, I didn't watch it. There was no, there were no hosts or no. It was just they just announced the winners. Like it made no sense. Um, so they're getting boycotts, and it's because of COVID and all this stuff. Or you know, there's been a whole boycott thing with not having a inclusivity and uh you know i think uh what's that show um with uh hold on one second Sorry. well let's just say they fucked up a whole bunch of ways yeah they screwed up so basically hollywood was like all right cool we're gonna boycott you and then they were like nbc was like wait no, like, celebrities are going to show up? Well, we're not going to air this thing. And then they said, hey, well, guess what? No one has to. We're just going to announce shit this year. I think it'll be back. Hope so. Do you? I mean, actually, I don't hope so. Because this fucking musical comedy thing always, like, annoys me. Well. Um, so... Do you want to just talk about the big winners, or yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go through it a little bit because I haven't really spent too much time with it. I haven't seen. I've only seen like half of all the categories, so it's tough. All right, so best picture movie drama, 
went to power the dog. Which I still haven't seen. No, I haven't seen it yet. But I really want to. Yeah, that's good. It's uh, you got to be in a specific mood for it, though. Okay. It's very. It's a. It's a slow western. Just put it that way. Right. Uh, Yeah. But I thought it was really good. Um, It's obviously getting buzzed to be front runner on a lot of things. Jane Campion is. an Oscar darling. People love her. Academy people. Um, I don't know why, but um, all right. So, best musical comedy picture was West Side Story. But that's that made to win. That's yeah. made to win that category. That's like the perfect. Uh, it got such bad reviews, though. That's the problem with the fucking. Uh, the Golden Globes is they nominate these things just because it's this category, but the movie isn't even that good. You saw it, right? Yeah, I saw it. You, I thought you really uh, liked it. I thought it was production. All the production stuff was great. It just like the movie was just like, yeah, it was all boring. Okay. All right. Um, so it beat Cyrano. Don't look up. Licorice Pizza, Tick, Tick, Boom, West Side Story. Um, that's obviously that one, but those were the uh, people in that. Um, all right, so Will Smith wins for Best Actor in a drama for King Richard. We talked about that. We both liked that a lot. Um, Nicole Kidman, which I still can't bring myself. I, you know, I turned this on. For being the Ricardos, she won. I turned this on, and like the first five minutes of the movie, I was like, I have not, I have no interest in this. I saw it. Is it good? Um, no. I mean, it's not. It's not bad. You'll you, you'll you'll stay interested, but I, I don't know if it's a terribly good movie. You know, Did like. You see- Go ahead. I watched it with like my parents and even they, we all were, we all finished. Like we're all like, eh. you know, we're kind of like, eh. she's getting a lot of like shit for the, like, the, well, the director's pick for her. Yeah. Um, did you happen to see house of Gucci? I didn't see it yet. No, I just saw that recently. And Jared Leto is so bad in this movie. Oh, okay. He's got this really terrible makeup. Uh, It's just like, he's doing this voice. I'm sure the guy sounded like this, you know, but it's just, it's so hard to watch. He got nominated for a SAG award for that. So fucking brutal. I can't believe this guy's nominated for anything for that. It, like, ruined the whole movie. Even the movie wasn't that good, but it, it, was, it was terrible. Okay. Um, he was not, or House of Gucci was nominated a couple few things. Uh, best performance of an actor in a musical or comedy was Andrew Garfield in Tick, Tick, Boom. I haven't seen Tick, Tick, Boom. I haven't either. I don't really have any interest in that. And best actress went to Rachel Ziegler for West Side Story. Yeah, talked about. Um, and then, so uh, I wanted to. I wanted to tell you. I watched 
I, well, I, well, I started Annette, which is not uh, Marion Cotier is, um, let me tell you, you should watch that movie. Are you saying to torture me or? Yeah, you. I mean, I'll tell you this. 20 minutes into the movie, they give birth to a child and it's a marionette puppet. Oh. Sounds great. Um, all right, I'm going to skip to uh, Jane Campion beat one for best director over Kenneth Branagh, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Steven Spielberg, and Denis Villeneuve. Or uh, Dan. Right. Uh, so let's skip to your TV show. Succession wins uh, for best drama. As not, it should. Not, let's just say... It, there are like four, there's five, five things in this category and Succession probably should be the only one nominated. <laughs> uh, the first one is Lupin. I'm sure it's good. I don't Best even know what TV that is. Series. It's with fucking um, Idris Elba. Oh, okay. Morning Show. Terrible. Yeah, everybody says it's the worst. Pose, I guess. People like that. Um, Squid Game. Good move. Good show. Should it be nominated for best television show? Probably not. I'm going to say no. And then Succession. So, Succession, I'm sure it's awesome. But it definitely didn't have a lot of competition this year. Let's just put it that way. Um, Okay. And that's According basically, the- you know, it's funny because that's who's like nominated in all the like, for, like that's the exact five nominated for best actor. In fact, Jeremy Strong is so good. Like, he's winning. He should win everything. He's so good at this fucking role. He's just so good. Um, I don't want to over, I mean, look, it's too late. I, I hate to over talk it because you haven't seen it. And if you're going to watch it at this point, Usually when you don't, when you're not early on something, you don't like it on purpose. It's a a known thing. Uh, I mean, but if you don't like this, you got problems. It's just so much. It's just different level. Uh, Best television series, comedy or musical. Uh, Schmigadoon was not nominated. (laughs) But it was for something in some place. Anyway. The Great, which is, I've seen all these shows, actually. The Great was really good. Love that show. Hacks, which actually won. Hacks won. I've never seen Hacks. Only Murders in the Building. You'll like Hacks. I'm sure. Uh, Reservation Dogs and Ted Lasso. Yeah, I don't want to get too much into this, because if we're going to be doing TV, I don't want to, like... Yeah, I'm only going to do, I was only going to do the best. No, no, no. I don't mean I don't want to hear. I just, I want to start commenting on things and I'm like, oh, wait. Yeah. Best supporting actor in uh, television, though. The guy from Squid Game won. The old guy. The old guy, I know. Billy Crudup, Kieran Coughlin, Mark Duplass, Brett Goldstein for Ted Lasso. Just... You know that's it's a foreign press, so you, they always give a little nod to like the 
the foreigners. The best thing about that would be what Kieran Culkin's character would say about that. <laughs> like his character in Succession, what, what he would have to say about that would be worth him losing. But let's just say, so like with all the shit that went down with the Golden Globes and not having a ceremony and having all this stuff, like, does, do they even matter like these words now? Like, does it... Did, did they ever? Nah, they... You know, when it was a big thing, they always had the good ceremony. People get hammered. and Well, yeah, the Golden Globes is fun. Yeah. Uh, matter. They, you know, they always put Golden Globe nomin- winners on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, think, I think so. I think they'll still do that. I don't know. You know, like, look, if you want to get into that, you have to start going into the deeper thing, which is how much does Hollywood really matter anymore? Because it kind of doesn't. It's like movies, TV, all of it. Well, TV, no. But movies specifically lost. They're they're lost right now, and I don't mean that they're not making good movies. I mean there's like movie studios now are not run by how much your opening box office weekend is. They're run by what your shareholder price is. So n- none of this matters, and you know, like none of this is the same as what we. And, and like you know what, it is what it is. I'm not saying it from like my old guy waving my fist saying. Bring it back the way it was. It is what it is. But like, they don't they don't matter the way that they did before. Maybe it changes. Maybe maybe after the pandemic, something it, it turns around. People wanted that experience again. But for now, it's like, um, none of it really. You know, like all the stuff that's nominated, all the stuff you want to see, it's all on streaming now. Which is, you know, which isn't a again, it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing, especially for people like us who have never created anything like this that gives us a lot more opportunities right but i don't know like you went to see spider-man in the theater spider-man's killing it in the theater but that's because that's a unique experience i wouldn't go see a tender i mean i would have five years ago the first movie i probably would have gone to see in a theater would have been tender bar because i like movies about uh uh should have been who was running a bar talking to uh, could be and like learning life lessons. Who uh, is apparently really smart because he reads a lot of books. Yeah, right. So, like, I don't know. Um, so, I mean, yes. So, like, what, like here's the thing. It, I think that those titles will still exist. I think you will see um, Golden Globe winner um Michael Keaton and it, it, but it'll be on like a, a Hulu trailer that it won't sell you to, cause you're going to already have Hulu or you're not. Yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know. I, I don't mean to be so cynical because again, I, I, and I don't, I don't think that I, I don't know if I am because I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. I just think it's what it is. Um, at least right now. So, um, that's the thing with, with taking these, but that's why you nail, you nail your host, you nail this Oscars, you nail your host, you give it some weight. I'm not saying it brings the movie business back, but it certainly starts momentum towards people caring. If people are walking out of the Oscars talking about it, like that's a lot, that's a, that's a big deal compared to where it's at right now. Yeah. 
So anyway, it's my two cents. Uh, All right. Wild card weekend this weekend. So, yeah, well, now that I feel right about one thing, let's get ready to get wrong about everything else. Giants finally fired their coach. Congratulations. Just, you know, yeah, we finally got rid of them. And uh, they aren't in the playoffs, but your team, your team is in the playoffs, and they have a team, they're playing a team that uh, is pretty good. They've been, play, haven't, they've been playing pretty well. Yeah, that's the popular pick for everybody. Everyone's taken for the for the upset of the first round. I don't know. 49ers. Um, so, well, let's talk about our picks just so we can catch everyone because we're, we're done. So we're done. I went, so I was up two and a half games going to that last week, and I went 0-3. And, and you won your first two games, and it came down to one of the best – craziest sickest monday night games ever that game was great that game was insane how good is justin herbert he's really good there was so many weird calls in that game like it's it was crazy that they were probably gonna tie yeah and steelers would have been out of the playoffs like like i don't know I had a bet for the Steelers to make the playoffs on my own. Um, so I was, uh, I, I, but like I kind, but I want, I was rooting so hard for the Chargers because I was listening to some people talk, it was Simmons. They were talking about how much it was like watching Elway. Like it was like watching young Elway where Herbert would come down and on first, second, and third down throw these passes like in the dirt, like running for his life. You're just like, ugh. And on fourth down, he, it's almost like he's like, let's just get the fourth down. Because on fourth down, he would throw a bullet. <laughs> and he'd, he'd hit somebody so hard, it, like, they couldn't not catch it. It would be like, like he, he'd just drill it to somebody and be, like, stuck in their gut. From, you know? Yeah. He was so good. That game. how they tied it up. They were but, down, like, when Raiders scored to go up by two scores, I was like, yeah, was, I mean, everyone did. This game's over. Yeah. And they just did some Raiders things. And, uh, which is why it's tough to take them this week. But, but either way, uh, you came out down, um, uh, by that half game. And so now you have to come to Santa Monica to, uh, watch football. I picked the Raiders in my other, that pool. Oh. It didn't matter. Um, I didn't win one fucking week. That was so Near did I. Near did I. I destroyed. Um, so I'm in a pool right now where you have to pick. Basically, it's like a March Madness pool where you have to pick the whole playoff tree, which is hard because you have to pick the whole playoff tree. Yeah. So, like, if you're gonna if you're gonna pick, that's why it's hard. <laughs> yeah. So I did really well with it last year. Uh, I I but I had the Chiefs. You know. Um, I think I had Chiefs over the Packers, but I, if the Chiefs had won, I would have I would have uh, won some money with it. But this year, I have no idea. Like almost all these games are fifty fifty. All but one of them, I think, are almost fifty fifty. Uh, so let's just go over them and uh-huh. uh, discuss. Like, I mean, 
you tell me if you find some stuff you want to bet. I know there's some things that I like. I've, I've kind of figured out. I think I know what I'm doing on Saturday and Sunday so far. But uh, let's start off with this Bengals Raiders game. I haven't looked at any props or anything, but um, I'd be into like talking to you about one of the games we watched together, doing some props. So just making it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so well, Raiders Bengals. Uh, who knows what's going to happen in this game? Uh, Bengals defense is not good. Um, and can you trust the Bengals in the playoffs? I don't know, but I, I don't know. I feel like the Bengals are going to win this game with five and a half points is like a lot of points. Yeah. Five and a half is nice. Um, I mean, this would be a good tease. I think. Yeah. I kind of want to take the Raiders on the money line just because, it's two to one. It's basically two to one right now. Um, it is tough to think five and a half days. They're coming off of like, what was like their playoff win essentially. And they have to come do it again, but they played Sunday night. So yeah, no, I guess you're right. No, it was Monday. It was Monday. Oh yeah. Sunday night. You're right. Sunday night. Sunday night. And now they're playing Saturday day. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, it wouldn't be it wouldn't shot. I just I, the Bengals make too many mistakes. I'll tell you, whoever wins this game, I'm picking to lose the next round. I'm betting again, like I'm going to take the points against. Uh, so there's that. Um, what about the next game? Because this might be the most intriguing game I think of the entire outside maybe the Cowboy 49er games. That's, that's Bills in Buffalo. Bad weather. I mean January weather. I mean. Last time it was really bad weather. The Patriots didn't throw any passes. <laughs> uh, they just ran the ball. I just, in, they, I they threw three passes the entire game. I just don't think that that's going to work in this game. Uh, and I, I trust that the Bills at home are going to win this game. Okay. See, I, I like New England. And I like – I think it's not – other coaches, I might agree with you, but with Belichick, I feel like he's – this has been thought out from like that first game. If we play him in game one, we're going to do this. If we play him in game two, we're going to do this. And if we have to play him again in game three, I'm going to have this on him. You know, um, I, I like the Patriots. I don't, I don't know. Um, I'll tell you what I really like. I really like teasing the Raiders and the Patriots up to 11 and a half and 10. I'll just start with that. I would, I would trade. I would, I would uh, tease Buffalo down. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's why you and I are going to differ. So, uh, Sunday, Eagles Bucks eight and a half. Do the Eagles have any chance in this game? No. But the Bucks have so many injuries. Yeah, they're going to win this game. I think so too. I would take the. I'd probably take the eight and a half points. I, I, and I have full. I am definitely teasing the Bucks down to two and a half. Um, it's almost like the sucker bet of the week, I think, but I'm going to do it. Okay. Um, hey, I like I like two and a half. Yeah. Um, next game is the 49ers at the Cowboys. Um, I'm calling this game, so I have to refrain from picking it. So we are going to. Uh... I'm just I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. I got you. Uh, are we going to 
watch. No, the- I'm going to the pet petting zoo in uh, Santa Clarita during this. <laughs> are we? <laughs> so we're gonna are we going out to watch this game? Or what's up? I don't know. I I don't know if it's safe to go out yet. I don't know. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, we can just do be, it. Just can- because you've got just because you had COVID doesn't mean that we all can just go out. Yeah, you should. Um, I don't know. Um, um, I'd go, if we did, it'd be somewhere outside. I, right. I would, I'd consider, uh, what's your place up in, uh, Studio City? Rocco's. Rocco's. I'd consider that because it's all open air. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm 50 50 right now. I, you could talk me into it. Um, the we'll other talk, thing though is, the we'll other talk. thing is, is there's going to be so many 49er fans out everywhere. I don't know if I want to be around all that shit. Yeah. I like your Cowboys in this game. I You do? Yeah. Even though even though they're coached by Mike McCarthy? <laughs> yeah. I uh, I don't know. I San Francisco's been playing really hot lately, but I just, I don't know. I think Cowboys are going to win this game. So here's the problem, right? When I do this this pick pool with with where you have to build out the tree, is there's no team that I love, specifically in the NFC. So I wind up taking the Cowboys, which is stupid, but like they have just as much of a chance as like anybody because everybody's got problems. Um, Don't we have Green Bay to make the Super Bowl? No, we've got. Um, Buffalo, and we've got the Rams. Uh, oh, maybe we don't. No, we just said we only have Buffalo. We only have Buffalo. I have the Rams. I, I, thought, my own. Had, I thought we did a a uh, Bills Packers uh, Super Bowl thing. I guess we didn't put it in. All right, whatever. I don't. I don't remember that. You never like the Packers, so I don't believe that at all. You always pick against the Packers. Yeah, maybe. And you got to think, in the beginning of the year, we didn't know anything about the Packers because of Aaron Rodgers had basically held out the whole year and said he would never play for him again. And then it was like, fine, I'll play this year. And so who would have thought that they'd be like that good? Which is why I don't like them, and which is why I don't, I'm don't. i not going to pick them a lot in my playoff tree. Because I pick them every year, and uh, every year, Aaron, they they just do not come through. So we had it. We had it. Well, we didn't put it in, but I'm looking at the email. I put in Green Bay Bills was 50 to 1. Oh. Well, sure hope that doesn't hit now. Yeah. Now you're bringing that. Do we want to start going through there and start picking all the things that we would have, could have, should have? No, but I'm just, I, I thought we had. Well, I'm glad we took, I'm glad we put 10, 10 bucks on Cortland Sutland over yards instead of 10 bucks on that. That seems like a really smart <laughs> use of money. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. Um, all right. This next game, we don't even have to really get into. Kansas City and Pittsburgh, is there any chance? No. Kansas City's going to win by like 20-something in this game. They should. Yeah. Uh, that's another game that maybe – that think about that with your tees. Get that down under a touchdown. This is what scares me, right? There's there's a reason. There's a reason that the Bucks are eight-and-a-half-point favorites and Kansas City's 12-and-a-half because they want you to tease that. Tease that down under a touchdown. Tease that yeah, down under a field goal. Defense that's in the playoffs. Who does? Kansas City? Yeah, it's true. So, but they're playing against the noodle arm. Yeah, they're struggling. All right, Monday night. 
I'm excited for the Manning podcast on this one. Uh, Cardinals, Rams, are you going to this game? No, you know, I had a friend ask me, and he was like, hey, you want the two tickets next to me? And they're like 270 each. And I was like, I'm not spending $550 to get COVID. Yeah, I guess. You know, it was like, I thought about it, but I was like, why would I? No, I don't care enough to. So, um, I don't know. Like, Cardinals haven't been playing great, and Rams haven't who, either. Who knows what the fuck they do every week? Both these teams, who knows what either of them have, like do each week? I'm pissed off at Kyler Murray for ruining my fantasy season. So, once again, for the second straight year, I'm not having him on my team next year. And just because of that, I'm angry. I'm taking the Rams minus four. That's my only rationale. I don't trust the Cardinals at all. I really don't. I'm out on them. I, I take the Rams too. But I mean, the Rams make so many dumb. They can't run the ball. That's the biggest problem. They can't put teams away. You saw it with the 49ers. Their inability to be able to run the ball kills them. Yeah, it kills them because they should have beat the 49ers. Is Acres playing on this? Are they getting Cam Acres back? I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. I haven't heard that, so I, I don't they, know. I know they like. It's they, been floating around that he's going to come back at some point. Designated him for return, but that doesn't mean he's going to play. Mm. I don't know. Um, so outside of that, I mean, I, I, I mean, it figures you and I would take. I, if I was going to say we'd disappear, I think it'd be that Patriots Bills game. Everything else, it seems like we're pretty close to lockstep, which isn't good for anybody. Yeah. So, um, I, I think when I was looking this over, I, what I was thinking of doing is, like I said, teasing up the Patriots and the Raiders to 11 and a half and 10. And then the next day, um, uh, teasing up, uh, Teasing down Kansas City and Tampa Bay, but that I don't know. There's some money lines I was, you know, uh, yeah. like like betting. If you if you like, you know, the best thing to probably do is the money line parlay Saturday. If you feel strongly about the Cowboys or 49ers, throw the Bucks and Chiefs in with it, and uh, you know. Yeah, um, I was listening to Cousin Sal, and they were saying the best bet to do, you should not be betting any, you know, like, if you bet futures right now, you've got a problem because, uh, for the for the playoffs, because of COVID. So, like, any player can go out at any time. So, the best thing you should do is find, like, the biggest upsets and just take that team and throw, like, some money on them to win the whole thing. And hope people get COVID. And hope the other people get COVID. <laughs> Hey, that's smart. I'm like, that's not a bad idea. All right, you're betting the Eagles. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't trust Jalen Hurts at all. Minshew is going in at halftime. I, I do like Minshew. He looks pretty. He's, I'm, I, yeah, I'm, take, a, I'm, a, I'm going to take Minshew. I'm on the Giants. We'll see. Uh, right. Okay. Well, well, you get to your yellow jackets. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk uh, later about what we do this weekend. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, hopefully, we're like 
we haven't spent a, like you know this is nice that we didn't spend a lot of time talking about the Cowboys and jinxing them or whatever. Um, I'm very nervous. Uh, that's normally what happens when you're a fan of a team in the playoffs. I wouldn't know. It's been a long time. Me too. All right. I'll talk <laughs> you to really you. Really? I'll talk to you off air. Yeah. Bye.